and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show, coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, smuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today is day two with Pastor James Durham. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall and Mondo De La Vega. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here's your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Welcome, everyone, to Grace Street. This is a very, very important time in, in history. And uh, I can say this. Jesus is coming quite soon. Amen. We never know when, but it, it could be soon. Right. <laughs> I know it is going to be soon, according to the Bible. And we're happy to have Colonel James Durham with us. Yes. Back today. He's been in ministry more than 53 years. Wow. And he is planted churches, been in the Army. How long were you in the Army? Uh, I was on active duty almost 30 years and in reserves for uh, uh, five years and seven months. Wow. Thank, Thank you. you. service. Yes. Amen. And you've written a book about the last days be call, called The Alert. Do you think it's time to sign or signal the alert? I think... Um, it's the night is far spent. We should have signaled the alert earlier, but now we're already in the throes, I believe. At I've, the been tribulation time. I've been signaling the alert for the last decade, and I wonder if anybody's listening now. <laughs> it just seems like so few. The churches have. Monday, you you remember we found that how many churches have closed in the last few years? Listen, you, the last report. Six to 10,000 churches pre-COVID were closing every year. Wow. The number Every year? Every year. And the number has doubled after COVID. Wow. Just like we have a, a man in the audience, a, a faithful watcher of the program, but I'm going to quote him. COVID was a wake-up call to the church. Yes. Absolutely. Because after COVID, the world changed, the mm -hmm. church changed, the conversation changed, even politics changed the world. Yet the alertness that you write about is God warning us, warning the church. And I'm talking to experts about what you have written. And if you want to be honest, the reason why I wanted him on the show was the page number eight on this book. It is the reason that I believe that you're here I believe this is the reason why it has set you apart for this season and this time. And I want to tell you something. If you don't believe in God, open up the Bible and go to Amos chapter 7. I will do nothing, declares the Lord. But he will declare it through the voice of his prophets first. God will never do anything unless he's warning us through his voices, through his prophets. And I believe that the dire warning of COVID-19, the dire warning about what we're going to discuss on today's program has to do a lot about the vision that God showed you, uh, Colonel, about something that most people are avoiding, yet the experts are talking about this. And if, it's, if there was ever a time to be alert, Dad, it is right now. It is this hour. It is this second because the world is changing minute by minute, headline by headline. Okay, yeah. let me just say something real quick. I love your book. We're talking about your book, 
um, James, we're talking about alert, perilous times, a prepper's guide to the last days. Now, when you open it up, you start reading. Now, I have it all highlighted, everything just from the very beginning. It's that good, the introduction. Okay, but now I'm going to chapter one, get ready. You talk about getting ready. You start with 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. That is a scripture we should all know. We should all listen to. We should all take heed to. We preach about it all the time. We preach about Matthew 24, Revelation 6, 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. But we know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, Brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power and from such people turn away. Amen. This is what the Bible says. Second yes. Timothy 3, 1 through 5. Highlight it in your Bible. Read it, understand it, and do what it says. You go on to say, Colonel, you said one of the lessons I learned in the military is that everyone has a difficult time staying alert when there is no perceived intimate threat. You went on to say guards at the gates tend to get slack over time, and it is necessary for the leaders to constantly teach and evaluate in order to keep them focused and alert. Wow. And that's why I read 2 Timothy again to you, because we read 2 Timothy all the time to you about what I just read. But I felt like, Lori, read it again. And you said, why? Because you said, us as leaders have to help keep you alert yes. and ready for what is, is taking place right now. I believe that this man's book is of God. I do too. I know. I wouldn't have him on if I didn't. Right. But I believe that the words in here, and I hope people will order it because it's so full of information. But uh, you, you know, you had an open vision, I believe, where the Holy Spirit showed you a time when our dependency on the power grid. Because this is something I've been talking about for a long time. But, but that the dependency on the, the power grid would be useless. Could that be an EMP bomb? Or what do you think it was? What did God show you? I'm, I'm interested. Okay. Well, uh, the, the vision actually started, I was in a building with this ancient machine. It was huge. Yes. And it was run with uh, leather pulleys yeah. and ropes. And I couldn't figure it out because nobody had used this kind of equipment in such a long time. But I was amazed oh. at the technology that our ancestors had. That was like the original time of electricity, you know, right? When they had these leather belts and yes. things running, yes. running big machines. And this was producing food. And I knew that it was producing food, but I had no idea how to make it work. And I thought, you know, if, uh, if the power grid does go down, how many people are going to know how to build machines like right. that, how to operate machines like that, and to produce the food that people need? That's going to be a huge challenge. And immediately after that, I was escorted by the Spirit outside the building. And what I began to see was everything was burnt. And uh, there were 
many, many tools there, but they had been through a great fire, and they Ooh. some of them were ruined, some were melted together. And you couldn't use any of them because those tools had been destroyed. And the first thing that came into my mind was that a nuclear weapon had been ch- discharged right there and had fried everything. The heat wave had melted all the tools. As the Holy Spirit continued to lead me, I uh, went by piles of computers that appeared to be perfectly okay, but been discarded because they were now useless. And then there were piles of cell phones that were just there. They looked to be in good condition, but the Spirit says they can't be used because there's no internet for carrying the messages. There's no power grid to charge them up, charge them up. And so all of these things have become useless. And the interesting thing to me was that as I taught this in some places, the thing that really bothered the young people was, you mean, I'm not going to be able to use my cell phone? That's right. <laughs> and they said, this, w- this surely won't be permanent. This is going to be temporary, right? I mean, we're going we're gonna to get the power grid back, and my phone's going to work again. And I said, it's not what the Spirit told me. Mm. You're going to have to get used to doing things without any of these modern kinds of mm. uh, accessories because they're going to be useless. No power grid, no Internet. And it's going to be up to us then to go back to the kinds of technologies that our ancestors used to be able to just do the basic things to sustain life. And I think people in large cities are going to really have a hard time. At one time, they said the majority of people in America lived within one mile of a food source, but not anymore. Mm -hmm. The people in cities may live hundreds of miles from a food source. And so how are they going to be able to access food in that kind of a time? And so I believe that we're totally unprepared for something like this to happen, but it could happen in an instant because the intercontinental ballistic missiles can make it from our location where our enemies are Mm -hmm. to us in about 30 minutes. Mm. It's not like it used to be 20 hours of flying time. It's 30 minutes. And they're going so fast that yeah. we have very few defensive measures to stop a missile like that in flight. And uh, so the danger is real. It's mm-hmm. imminent. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit is warning us we need to start getting ready now yeah, yes. in order to help people survive, not just to take care of myself, mm-hmm. but to take care of all the people that are given to us as, as a responsibility. The, the big cities right. will be desperate. And it'll be a lawless time because people will be uh, fighting and killing each other for a, for a loaf of bread. Yeah. Right. And we've seen it in some of the countries in the past few years. Yes, they have. That they well, we have such dealing totally now in, the, in, in this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, big department stores are closing because of theft. Yes. And there's so much just, just decadent mm-hmm. in, in our cities, in drugs and all the things. And so... What's going to happen if this vision you had is, is coming true? People are not going to survive. They're, they're, the, the people will kill each other mm-hmm. to get a loaf of bread, yes. as you said. Yes. Well, you know, Jesus said that after these things begin, many will be offended. Right. And because of the offense, they're going to be disloyal. They're going to betray people. They're going to hurt people. And uh, then in the midst of all of that chaos, false teachers are going to come in Mm. and teach us things that are not true, not according to God. 
And then we're going to go into a period of lawlessness. Right. Now, we're, we're in that false teaching time right yes. now. And the lawlessness is getting that we're right on the edge of it. It's already manifested in a lot of our cities in yes. the past few years. The Bible, which used to be the golden rule, I mean, it was, it was the book of books, is no longer considered. It's, it's a banned book. That's Despise. Right. That's right. And Jesus said, when these things begin to manifest, the love of many will grow cold. Yeah. And that's happened. It's happening. Yes. This right. is happening the now. thing, Colonel. I'm trying to get people to realize we are in the final day. But then Jesus gives some good news is those who stay faithful through yes. all of this yes. shall be saved. Yes. Yeah, Thank you, Lord. So he will take care of his own. Right. He will take care of us when we're faithfully that's serving right. him. That's Amen. my goal is to be faithful forever. Amen. Yes. Amen. Through prison, through through whatever what, whatever takes place. Now, th you saw in this vision, do you think this was a bomb? Do you think it was an EMP bomb? Do you, you, do you have any idea what it might have been? Well, I think it was, uh, from what I saw with the burned area first, yes. and all of the things melted down from extreme heat, that a nuclear weapon had been discharged. Wow. Now, a nuclear weapon produces an EMP. Yes, it does. Electromagnetic pulse will be so strong, it will literally fry all the electronic equipment in that area. And um, airplanes will crash down because their electronics will fry. That's right. See, I don't think people understand an atomic bomb or, or nuclear. a nuclear bomb it is, it is an EMP bomb. The only thing difference between an EMP and a nuclear bomb, an EMP is way up in the sky, and it doesn't blow up everything. But an EMP just shuts down all the electricity. But if a nuclear bomb hits, it's, you're, you're saying, because you've studied this, it's, you, it, this vision you've had, the power was shut off, but things were melted. Mm -hmm. The cell phones weren't working. Wow. No computers worked. None of those things based on the power grid, the electrical system, were working at all. They had all been basically shut down. They were still good, but you couldn't use them. Hmm. Hmm. When the Bible says perilous times are coming in the final day, do you believe we're in those beginning days of perilous times? I think so. That uh, reading from Second Timothy tells us that. We see all of those things yes, happening right now. Right before our right eyes. Right before our eyes, they're happening. They really are. And we've waited so late yeah. for the church to wake up That's what that they're going to wake up in, a, in extreme stress and distress no, I, oh. instead of being able to plan ahead. Yeah. Now, Zephaniah tells us that the, the, in his day, perilous times were coming, and the Lord said, now is the time to prepare. Mm -hmm. Now is the time to get ready. Mm -hmm. And it gave three principles for that. What were those three? First yeah. of all, seek the Lord. Yes. The most important yes. thing we can Amen. do is Amen. seek the Lord. Amen. Because it's the Lord who will have the answers for us. It's the Lord who will lead us. It's the Lord who will feed us. He is our provider. Yes, he is. And first of all, seek the Lord. Then he says, seek righteousness. Yes. And a lot of people react negatively to the word righteousness because they have images of self-righteous people 
who are claiming a piety that others don't necessarily see. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. righteousness biblically means having a right relationship. Yes. Amen. Yes. So we seek the Lord, and then mm -hmm. we seek to have the right kind of relationship with Him. And the third thing Zephaniah released from the Lord was seek humility. Yes. Because pride always precedes a fall. Absolutely. Pride always comes right before destruction. Yes. Mm. So we need to be humble before our God. Yes. And you can't serve him unless you're humble before yeah. him. That's right. It wow. will not work. So <laughs> Zephaniah, the word he got from God was, now is the time to prepare because for his generation, the perilous times were coming quickly. I think one of the biggest sins is the pride of America. Yes. And we're, well, we're, we're in what they call Pride Month right, right. now. And, you know, I, I say this a lot, but my father, I never will forget it. He told me almost every day of my life, every time he'd see me, even when I was doing this PTL club and all the shows I did, he would say, Jim, stay humble. Yeah. Jim, stay humble. God mm -hmm. says if you humble yourself, He'll lift you yes. up. And it's like right. you, it's like you said in your book, your book, James, you quoted James um, 4, 6, Colonel, and you said, after you said, seek humility, self-righteousness is rooted in pride and self-centeredness. True biblical righteousness emerges through those who are truly humble before the Lord and who are willing to serve others in mm -hmm. obedience to the Lord. Remember James 4, 6, mark this scripture in your Bible. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, yes. but gives grace to the humble. Amen. Mm. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Amen. I have a, a news, breaking news, really, from this today and this week. Mind you, I'm sure you've read it already. Belarus has ties, of course, to Russia. And tactical nuclear weapons from Russia... Mm -hmm. will be sent to Belarus next month, July 7 and 8. The president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, and I quote, said this, the bombs are three times more powerful than those dropped in Hiroshima and Nagasaki and he uh -oh. was bragging about it. Say that again. The bombs are three times more powerful than those dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And it wiped out Hiroshima. People's eyeballs melted. Their bodies just melted from that horrible... It was... The first time, in, really, I think an atomic bomb has ever been dropped. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at this report, exile Belarus opposition leader has slammed the West for staying silent about Russia's deployment of its tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus, warning that the missiles and bombs were now in the hands of a crazy dictator. End of quote. And I think... What we're mm. watching. This is so important with your vision. Yes. yes. Right, What's in your book. So there's Belarus right there on the, on the map. You see it on the screen. There's Ukraine where the war is going on. There's Russia. And so 
So atomic weapons, atomic bombs are being sent to Belarus. And now the second part of this breaking news, Russia state TV warns the U.S. a nuclear strike will happen and the Kremlin will strike the United States with a nuclear weapon. Mm. Did you hear that? It goes on to say, Russia says they will strike where America's nuclear weapons are concentrated. Mm. Wow. That means it will be a bigger bomb than, you know, because all our warheads will go off. And it says also they will bomb where there are American military bases. Now, what did they do? What did the Chinese do? They just sent balloon, spy balloon, over all of our bases, Armando. Right. Yeah. Collecting Wasn't data. Wasn't that true? They were collect Absolutely. Yeah, collecting collecting data. information, mm -hmm. data, mm -hmm. and using it against uh, America. Now, when you watch... Russia, when you watch Saudi Arabia, you watch China aligning together, it tells you a big warning because America used to be the power that will bring nations together. Yet you're watching China and Russia moving side by side, negotiating, right. making deals together. together, and it leaves America isolated while America is celebrating Pride Month the world is getting ready. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when you were talking about We're not about preparing. This, this is what unreal. somebody said. China and Russia is preparing for war. Yeah. And, and America is preparing for Pride Month. Absolutely. And right now, a, a major colonel just announced, sending a warning, within two years, we will be at war with China over Taiwan. Within two years... The world well, it looks change. like the Taiwan war is, is about to start. It has to be because when you're watching, what's, what's, what, what, why are they doing this? The, the, the journey to be the first one to get their power, and I've showed this many times, on a microchip that will change and revolutionize the world with artificial intelligence. Whoever gets there first will control the world. And I want to tell you something. Taiwan has become one of the most powerful nations. The third most powerful e economy is in Taiwan. Now, why would they want it? Taiwan? Well, Taiwan has become the fastest, most powerful developer of chips that the world has ever seen. And when you match it up with artificial intelligence, America, it almost seems like one expert said we're 30 years behind. Let me roll this piece of news from Gordon Chang. I, I think Gordon Chang is one of the most brilliant men on world events. And uh, he says we could go to war with China at any time. Let's look at this. These aggressive moves, you believe they go far beyond just warning the U.S. to back off on Taiwan. So how close to war are we? War could actually come at any time. We've got um, ships and planes maneuvering very close to each other in international airspace and international waters. You know, someone just makes a mistake of judgment because these Chinese maneuvers are extremely dangerous. 
And if a Chinese pilot makes a mistake, there will be a collision. You know, at this time, China is preparing for war. It's engaged in not only the fastest military buildup since the Second World War, but it's also trying to sanction-proof itself. It's stockpiling grain. It's purging officers who are opposed to war. And it's mobilizing China's civilians for war. So this is an incredibly consequential moment. Yes, as you mentioned, one little mistake, like a collision, that, that Navy ship was only 150 yards away. So Li Shangfu, China's defense minister, says war with the United States would be, quote, an unbearable disaster. Does this mean, Gordon, that there are differences of opinion in the CCP about this aggressiveness? Is he expressing a legitimate concern of some Chinese officials? Your thoughts? Well, I think what they're trying to do is to intimidate the United States by telling us how bad the consequences are. You know, there are some differences, which is the reason why there is that purge of the military. Um, but we know that Xi Jinping um, has some very, very belligerent views on things. And that's what's driving this right now. Uh, also, inside China, um, there are crises. And I think that the Chinese leader believes that his way out of this is to create friction with a foreign country, which you know, could be us, could be Japan, could be Taiwan, um, could be anybody. The National Review just published an article contending that China's actually growing weaker. Their economy is not as strong as they've led the world to believe. They have major problems coming over lost population, not enough workers, not enough energy and water. And those are big issues. And, and you wrote a book I remember about 20 years ago about the coming collapse of China. So is it still coming? Are we seeing this reaction from a regime that is lashing out in the face of collapse? Yeah, they've got internal problems right now. So for instance, continuing debt defaults, plunging property prices, a stagnant or even contracting economy, worsening food shortages, deteriorating environment, failing local governments, and they still haven't gotten past COVID-19. Now in 2001, I thought the party would fail in a decade. Um, fortunately for the party, the 2008 downturn gave them um, a new lease on life. But yes, right now, China is facing problems for which Xi Jinping is being blamed and uh, for which he has no answer. So that's why I think that he could very well lash out against us or somebody else. Mm. Wow. The most dangerous enemy, listen to me now, the most dangerous enemy is a wounded enemy. Mm. Um, enemy who thinks they could lose. China worries about losing. They're proud. Russia says they will never lose. They said they're not going to lose the war. They're not going to they're not going to ever lose. And I believe the most dangerous enemy besides China right now is Russia because they've got more atomic bombs probably than anybody in the world besides America. And they're going to use them if they are, are cornered. And they're cornered now. They're, they're losing. Russia's, uh, it's, you know, the word is out that Russia's losing this war. But they, they, he just announced last week, he said, we're not going to lose. We're not going to lose. So we are living the Bible talks about wars, rumors of war, all these things. We are living in the Bible days, point by point, piece by piece. We, we, are, we are living. What did you think of that report that we just heard? 
I, uh, my main concern as I was listening to that was, uh, where's the leadership in America right yes. now? Yes. That's and it. My first thought was they're asleep. They're focused on all of these peripheral issues, mm -hmm. and they're not focused on the dangers mm -hmm. that are so real and so imminent. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a sleeping government is a vulnerable government. They have us worried about weather, worried about social things, worried about race relations that has made up most of it. When, when I was on television in the early years, we had the best relationship with the black and white that I'd ever seen in America, and now it's 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 deteriorating because they've 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 worked this thing up. So they're 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 stirring us up against each other right. when our enemies are out there. And overnight, that vision you had of the elements melting could take place overnight. Is that right? Yes. Hmm. I want people to to read your book. I really do. I hope you'll order a book. I, I'm going to roll this news piece only because I just gave this news. I I have it written down. This is how I do. This is this is the news about Russia, and I didn't I couldn't find it except in a couple of places where I find news where I'm digging and finding. And now my control room says they've got a, we call a B-roll, a video of this same news story. So let's see what they say. Let's roll this about Russia. Bakhmut, blasted by Russia beyond recognition, the situation after Russia's eight-month assault finally stabilizing, says Ukraine's top army commander. Now, as the West deploys more weapons to Ukraine, Russian President Vladimir Putin is raising the stakes himself, saying he will deploy tactical nuclear weapons to Belarus with 10 Belarusian fighter jets already retrofitted, and arguing he's doing what the U.S. has been doing for years by stationing its nuclear weapons in Western Europe. NATO calls that misleading. The White House reacted cautiously. We've in, sec in fact seen no indication that he has any intention to use nuclear weapons, period, inside Ukraine. Nothing that would cause us to change our own strategic deterrent posture. A top Ukraine official said the Kremlin has taken Belarus as a nuclear hostage. NATO criticized Putin's rhetoric as dangerous and irresponsible. And ratcheting tensions higher in Russia, an explosion about 100 miles south of Moscow on Sunday. The Kremlin claiming it downed a Ukrainian drone, injuring three people, leaving this 15-foot crater and damaging buildings. And following Russia's nuclear threat, Ukraine is now demanding an emergency session at the United Nations. Kyiv accusing Moscow of not being a responsible steward of nuclear weapons, using them now for intimidation. Hmm. Wow. We're living in the Revelation days. Yes. I asked God why he sent me to prison. And he said he didn't send me to prison, but he said he wanted to get to know me. He didn't try to get even. He said, I got even on the cross. I've told you this before. But I studied the Revelation, and I believe God had me learn every word of the Revelation. You know, before I studied Revelation, I was teaching that we were going to be raptured out before anything bad happened. After I studied Revelation, 
I had to apologize to everyone because I was wrong. That's why I wrote a book called I Was Wrong. Because we're going to go through some things according to the Bible. Colonel, I'm going to ask you, what do you think about that? Do you think we're going to go through some things? Oh, I, I definitely do. And I think we're already in them. And uh, not only the government, but churches and other uh, parts of our society are just asleep at the wheel. And we're not taking action when action needs to be taken. And we're just allowing things to deteriorate more and more day by day. And what you get to a point where it's virtually impossible to resolve something when you let it go so far. We could have taken action much earlier and headed off a lot of these things. But instead of taking those actions, we just allowed them to keep going. Right. And uh, I, I think right now we're dependent on the attitudes and opinions of people in China and Russia. And who knows what they're really thinking. Right. What they say publicly and what they are actually saying behind closed doors may not be the same thing. That's right. We don't know. And I don't think that our intelligence organizations have the deep plants that we used to have to be aware of what's actually being planned and what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very possible that we could get totally surprised. And like you said, overnight, mm -hmm. they could make a decision tonight and before morning breaks, it would have already happened. My. And the disaster would be upon us. But I think we would also retaliate. It's all by AI, computer programming, mm -hmm. that everything we got would be shot back at them. But actually what we end up doing is we destroy most of the earth because we've been foolish and we haven't reasoned mm -hmm. and thought things through. We haven't dealt with the fact that the earth was created by God mm -hmm. and we are responsible for taking care of it. Yes. And if we don't do that, there are severe consequences that yes. go along with that. And we're in those consequences now. Yes. Wow. It's sure. not something that's coming. It's already here. It's here. It's here. Yeah. And I plead with you, know Jesus. Be ready before it's too late. Know Jesus, and he's going to take us through. We go to be with him no matter yes. what happens. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Jesus died on a cross to save us from our sins that yes. we'll go to heaven. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That's why to, to, to mock Jesus mm. is horrible because that's our only hope. Amen. Jesus, you, you know, we have a cancel culture society. And cancel culture says if you do bad or anything wrong, you're out. You're fired. You're through. You can't be on television. You can't be in the movie. You can't be in president. You can't do anything. But Jesus canceled cancel culture Amen. on the cross. Amen. Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did. Amen. Amen. Jesus gave us. That's why he died. Yes. So we could have everlasting life. Yeah. That no matter what. Because you know that what has the devil ever reminded you of a sin you committed? Anybody sure. here ever commit a yes. sin in your life? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Many. Just a few sinners here. <laughs> We're all sinners. But has, the devil still will torment me and tell me, 
oh, you did this when you were a kid. You did this and you did that and you did this. And I go back to God and I said, Lord, but you said that you buried my sins in the deepest sea. Amen. That you won't remember them ever against me. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross, that he rose from the grave. Yes. Amen. And because of that, I have eternal life. Yes. And you have eternal life if you ask Jesus to come into your heart. That's right. But the world now has a cancel culture. They have a different religion. They have a religion of lust. They have a religion of evil. They have a religion of hate. They have a, a religion of just control. But Jesus has been, you know, and, and Colonel, 2 Timothy 2, 3, you, you talk about this in your book. You says, it says there, in, endure suffering, yeah. right, along with me as a good soldier. You're, you've been a soldier for years. A soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now has your military experience given you a unique perspective on this verse, you know, about? How has it, how has your experience in the military for so many years? Well, I think uh, what, if you think about the root of that, endure hardships with me. Yes. In the military, you endure many hardships. Mm. Most days are long, and you reach the point where your muscles just literally won't function anymore. You're so tired that everything is down, mm -hmm. but you bond. You bond with each other, mm. and you bond with a brother or a sister, mm -hmm. and you will risk your life to take care of the brother and the sister. Mm -hmm. You learn the truth of what Jesus said, that I give you a new commandment, yes. that you love one yeah. another. Yes. And one of the things you learn in the military is you love your fellow soldiers. People said to me, you were in the military so long, you must have loved it. I mm -hmm. said, not really, but I love soldiers, <laughs> mm. and I love the soldiers' families. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm willing to endure whatever hardship it takes mm -hmm. in order to take the love of Christ yes. and put it into them, okay. into their homes and their families and with their workplace, wherever they are. Whatever it costs, I'm willing to pay the price yeah. to take the Word of God mm. and the love of God to those soldiers. Amen. When I first went on active duty, they were returning from Vietnam, and they were treated so miserably oh, in yes. the uh, in the airports and everywhere they were. Yeah. And I remember that after Desert Storm, the attitude of America changed for a little while. Mm -hmm. And I was in a restaurant in Texas with my team members, and a couple of them had uh, served in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. And somebody came over and said, I want to thank you for your service. Tears ran down my cheeks. Oh. They said, I've waited for years wow. to hear someone say that to me. Yeah. Because I paid that price. That's right. And all I got was ridicule and, true. and uh, people throwing blood on me and yeah. people accusing me of things that I did mm. not do. Yeah. And uh, so I think that um, we've lost a sense of honoring in our country. Yeah. Yes. We need to learn once again how to yeah. honor other people. And I yeah. think the Lord wants us to do that. That's a part of how we build teams. In the military, you learn honor. You learn loyalty. You learn self-respect. You learn to be trustworthy. And because if you're not, those around you are going to pay a price for that. 
They're going to get hurt. They may get killed because you went to sleep on duty. Oh, boy. And so you learn that a big part of what you do is to take care of the person next to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you love them and you care for them. And I think that um, the Lord was talking a lot about that. And as we serve in the military, I think we get a kind of a perspective on some of those teachings yes. that are in the Bible. Absolutely. Because we've been there, we've done that, we've uh-huh. got the T-shirt. Yeah, And sure we do. know what it costs. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we know that it's worth whatever the price is. Yes to get the love of God into the hearts of his people. Mm. Yes. Amen. That's, that's beautiful. Wow. And it's you true. Know, I think we've lost honor in this country to being able to really honor the good. We honor evil. Yes. And our former president has been arrested. That's unbelievable. It really is unreal. Now, I I know it's not even popular in some areas to talk about Donald Trump, and and, and he's been very, I think, one of the greatest presidents we ever had, personally. But I know what's inside a lot of what goes on in the White House because I have, I don't have spies, but I have I have. A lot of preachers that go there. Right. A lot of friends that yes. go there. Yeah. A lot of friends that walk with the former president. Mm-hmm. And he has opened for prayer. He has him come into the White House mm-hmm. when he's there and has him pray in the White House. Mm-hmm. He has him lay, they lay hands on him. You know, I'm going to scare some of you to the death, but even some of the preachers speak in tongues in the White House. <laughs> oh, but they're, they're, he's open. Yes. To, he's the man who got the Johnson Amendment. Yes, yes. Power for the church. I don't know. I don't know if he got it wiped out, but he got it canceled. Yes. And the Johnson Amendment said that we church people, that pastors, we couldn't talk about political things or politics in the pulpits. Now, Politics are just trying to destroy religion, but, but they wanted to say that the pastors couldn't talk back. The pastors couldn't talk about, you know, so if we talk about the moral issues of the day, we're wrong. But our former president, Donald Trump, got that canceled. So right. I'm just saying that here we have, I don't know how many times they have him in court. They're doing everything to destroy him. I've never seen, I mean, forgive me, I keep talking about Pat Robertson, but it's, it's fresh in my heart. I know what Pat did. I know how he helped pioneer, helped, he pioneered and I helped him the first Christian TV station in the world, and then built a great network, and then reached, and not even just millions of souls saved, but people healed, and yes. people, uh, food, I mean, just yes. probably right. millions of people have were fed well, absolutely. and restored. Still are and yet yeah. he's so speaking, being spoken mm-hmm. evil. And, I've, and I know people are going to be mad at me for even saying these things, but I'm mad. 
because thousands of people have berated this man. And I'm shocked. This is not the America that I knew. Right. Amen. We used to let be, you know, we used to be kind. But we're living in a day that we're, uh, we're there, there's so much evil. And so, forgive me, if you, you got me all stirred up. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Well, I think it's that the whole thing Jesus talked about, the lawlessness and the hearts of many growing yes, cold. And what we're living with now is a society where the majority of people, their heart has grown cold. True. And uh, they're willing to allow these things or they're willing to do them themselves and yes. think they're doing the right thing That's when right. they're attacking. I always believe the Bible says that the, enemy, the devil, is called the accuser of yeah. the brothers, yeah. sisters, right? Yeah. And yet people rush in to do the work of accusing. Wow. And people who accuse others, especially those being led by the Lord, accuse them, mm -hmm. they're doing the enemy's work for them. They're on the wrong team. That's right. And they can't even see it. The deception is so great, they don't see the foolishness of what they're doing. If you're an accuser, you're not working for Jesus. Wow. You're working for the enemy. Good, and we've good. got to stop accusing people. We've got to get control over this tongue. Yes. And church stop people accuse one another. Mm, yes. Right. And that's what you just said. Get a hold of the tongue. You've got to get a hold of this yeah. tongue. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah. But you have a chapter in your book. It's, it's kind of interesting me because it, it's called Carrying Extra Oil. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Yes. Can you talk about that? Okay. That was, uh, Jesus gave this really strange uh, parable teaching the people. He talked about, the kingdom of God is like 10 virgins. Mm -hmm. And you think about that. How in the world is the kingdom of God like 10 virgins? Mm, right. And then he goes on to say five were wise and five were foolish. Mm -hmm. And still you don't get what does this have to do with the kingdom of God? Yeah. And then um, we see that all of all 10 of them went to sleep. They were all unprepared for the arrival of the bridegroom. And we know the bridegroom is Jesus, right? Yes. 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 And they were not ready. They were not ready for that. And five of them didn't have enough oil to relight their lamps. And five of them only had enough oil to get from where they were into the building. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so how is this like the kingdom of God? Well, I begin to think the Lord is teaching something greater. Yes. There's something under this that's so much more important. Yeah. And probably the people of that time understood it better than we do today. Mm -hmm. Oil was life. The olive oil, you cooked with it. You, mm -hmm. It was your food. Yes. It was your source of light in your home. Yeah. It was uh, what you bartered and trade with in order to keep things going. Oil was so important and so precious. It was used in the sacrificial system. Mm -hmm. It was used for anointing priests and Levites. It was right. used for all of these things. Oil was so important. Mm -hmm. And I believe that what the Lord is saying to us is right now, we in the church have become like the foolish. Yeah. Most people, mm -hmm. when they hear that parable, they think, oh, I'm like the five wise. I'm okay. I'm doing great. <laughs> but they were all asleep mm -hmm. and all of them were limited. Five of them totally unprepared. And I think that's, a, that's about who we are as a church today. Mm -hmm. And we need to have the extra oil. Yes. We need to always be ready for whatever comes. If we're uh, waiting for the bridegroom to return, and that's what I'm doing. I'm waiting yes. for the bridegroom yeah. to return. Yeah. And in the Me last too. chapter of Revelation, he says three times, I'm coming quickly. I'm yeah. coming very yes. soon. I believe him, and it's coming soon. And how many of us are out of oil? Right. How many of us have uh, let the 
the oil of anointing, the oil of uh, the sacrifice, really the original of the sacrifice is carbon, and it meant to draw close, doing whatever you can to draw close mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we carrying the kind of oil that draws us closer to the Lord mm-hmm. so that when the bridegroom re- returns, yes. we're ready. We're yes. ready to meet. And yes. Jesus said something really, really amazing. He said that when the bridegroom returns from the feast, and he finds the servants waiting, and they open the door quickly. He will come in, have them to sit down, and he will serve food to them. Wow. And that's our bridegroom. Yeah. That's our Lord. Yes. That is, our Lord yes. says, if you will be ready, yes. ready for my return, yes. then I am going to, uh, I'm going to come in, and I'm going to take care of you. I had a vision where I was at a banquet in heaven, and the tables were set. The food was ready. The people were coming in, and I suddenly remembered it said in the Revelation, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding feast of the Lamb. Mm. Mm. And the Lord wants to bless us. He He wants to bless us, but to do that, we've got to be ready. We need to have a supply of whatever it takes to draw close to the Lord and Mm. stay with Him through it all. Because He said, even when the offense comes leading all the way to lawlessness and cold hearts, those who remain will be saved. We'll be saved. We need to be among those who remain yes. because we've stored up our equivalent of that oil yes. so that we're ready for whatever comes. Mm. So Amen. Good. Thank you, Lord. I yes. want you to be sure to order Get this Colonel okay. James Dern's uh, book. It comes right from the publisher yes. to yes, your house. Image. And so just go on our website, jimbakershow.com. And go to Destiny Image yes. section of our store. That's right. And you can order it. Mm-hmm. They will ship it right to your house. And you're going to learn so much more from the heart of this man. God spoke to me in the prison years. He said, I was to find even unknown prophets that have a warning for people and to have a word. And, and, and I really believe that Colonel James Durham is one of those prophets. And he, he probably won't even say he's a prophet, but he's a former colonel. But he has wisdom and he hears from God. And I want you to read the whole book because we've given you just enough on the air to help you a little bit, I think. But I want you to get the book, to have it in your home and to share it with your friends. So just go there to our website. So when they, tell me again how they get there. So, because, you know, some older people uh, don't know all And yes, because we have, you know, Dad, I think this is good. We've restructured our ministry. So we're trying, we're doing something new that's exciting for us, exciting for our viewers. And so we've launched a new affiliate site with Destiny Image. They're the publisher of this brand new book. And so all you do is you go to our website, jimbakershow.com. You click on the store and you will have access. You find Destiny Image. Click on that link and it will take you to the books that they have available. You can order the book today by clicking on that link and they will ship it directly to your home when you do that. And they can also, I do want to mention, you can also call our toll-free number, 1-888-988-1588. And the operators will help you order it through the affiliate program. That's right. Oh, that's great. Yes. It is so good. Yeah. So, 
And also at one eight 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 nine eight eight one five eight eight. I I wanted to just throw this out today because I've been talking so much about how to prepare for the last days and yes. and I wrote a book several years ago. I don't know the exact date in here, but it's it's many years ago. Two thousand. Mm-hmm. It was two thousand. It mm-hmm. says right in there two thousand, and I'm going to mail you this. It comes. Some will be paperback. Some will be hardback because I put them away in both hardback and softback. But this is most important book that I've ever written. Probably one of the most important books, and it talks about the last days. In fact, it starts out with saying, "How long do you think the power will be out this time?" Christina asked. I'm afraid our food in the refrigerator is going to spoil. And they they go on, and it, it's a the story of the last mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. that God gave me the story. Right. But it's it's, it's for real yes. now coming up. It, well, yeah. So, so I want you to read what God gave me. I look into the future and the power of living with God's people. So I want you to have this book. Well, and don't great. forget the food for survival. We're one of the few that have survival food. There's a few that have it. But most of the survival companies went out of business last couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And we have that on our website, and it'll come right to your home. We guarantee all deliveries if you'll just go to our website at uh, jimbakershow.com. Mm-hmm. And you can order the, the baker's dozen. We have... That's right. Yes, we've put together together, um, the baker's dozen boxes. And so what that is, it's 13 recipes that you get to choose. So there's different recipes available of 13 pouches of those items, anywhere from maple brown sugar, the black bean burger, mac and cheese, rice and beans. There's an entire list of varieties available for you to order. And also, too, what I love is they've made it affordable as well for your individual budget. Um, And so that's a way to get started. Just start somewhere. Every month you can order a box of the 13 packets of the emergency food that lasts up to 30 year shelf life. And so that's available when you go to the website, Mm jimbakershow.com and you just click on August and Farms. You can see the food buckets there. There's bulk buckets. There's number 10 cans. There's different options available that will help to meet your family's needs. On the affiliate sites, we launched with our Lion Energy, which is our fuelless generators. Those are available Some of the health and wellness products are available. And so our Faraday Defense, um, all these products are available. That has Faraday and incredible products. That is EMP proof materials. You've got uh, devices that can keep your car. From burning out. I was gonna say, if you missed that show, the yeah. founders were here, the creators and inventors were here with us. If you missed that show, go back on our website, jimbakershow.com, through the video on demand, watch it. The scientists who created the EMP vehicle protection kit to help your vehicle be able to withstand an EMP. They've done the studies. They've done the research. That's all available when you go to the Faraday Defense. They offer bags. They offer enclosures. But to me, I'm most excited about the EMP vehicle protection kit that they are making available to our partners. That's on our website, jimbakershow.com, when they go to the Faraday Defense. You know, we... This bag, I don't know if anybody else that has it, it's the Faraday backpack, mm-hmm. and it, it, it is just a 
very smart backpack. Right. But it will you put your computers in there, your phone, even though the systems won't work, you'll still be able to watch the picture. Yeah, you use them to store your data. And, and right. all your data and your maps and everything that's in, in those. Right. So you'll be able to use them. But if you put things in, the, we call it the Faraday bag, <laughs> you will be able to preserve them from an EMP attack. Mm, yes, and that's available. <laughs> yes, that's right. Those are all available. So we're working. Our team is doing amazing behind the scenes, working hard to find products that we believe in that will help prepare you and your family to meet the needs that you have. As we all, you know, Dad, we stand with the mission here at Morningside to be prepared, be prepared spiritually through the books that we offer, the Bible, knowing the word, bringing the guests that we have here to help prepare you. And then, of course, just in the natural, being prepared with food, with water, whatever it is, be prepared because we've always been taught. And even now, mom, you know, you've taught us, you know, have a peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, peace of mind. These are things that when you prepare, you can be ready. You don't have to be in the midst of, when you're in the midst of a storm and a crisis, mm-hmm. you need to be strong during those times. The church has to stand strong during those stand times. Together. And that's why we, that's part of our mission here, to prepare you so that we can be strong. Amen. So I'm not going to be afraid. Amen. I'm just going to believe in God and I'm getting ready to go with him when he comes. And if I die, and you know, any of you get old enough, you'll, we all die, <laughs> but right. we want to go to be with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes. And Amen. we're living yeah. in the last days. Amen. So please stand with us and pray about becoming that monthly automatic giving partner. Yes. Because that is what's going to help us. We need your support. Yes. If we're going to make it in the months to come, give me a call right now if you would remember this god loves you he really does bye bye for today bye bye we love you thank you for watching today's program will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588 that number again is 1-888-988-1588 Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world.